David. Joseph. You were sort of half expecting <laughs> me to have some sort of murderous story, weren't no, you? No, not at all. No. Oh, no. Okay. Hopefully not. That that part of you is now over. Um, Maybe just less frequent. Who knows? How have you been, Dave? Very well. Uh, you haven't murdered me. I haven't so, murdered you. No, so that's a bonus. I haven't murdered anybody. This it's always week. nice to not be murdered, isn't it? I find. Um, I wouldn't know because I've never not been murdered because no. it's not really an no. event. But it's nice it? to get to the end of the day and go, Whoa, thank God I wasn't murdered today. Because there's a lot of it that goes on. I guess so. Isn't there? Yeah. It's just not funny. <laughs> and uh, to carry on that subject, what did you have for dinner? Uh, I had oh I had a I had a pizza actually. Um, I, I murdered it myself. Yeah. Uh, it was um, it's quite hot though. It was one of these American hot ones with all the hot things on them. All the um, all them hot things. Yeah. And and I cooked it as well. So it was it was temperature hot as well as spicy Spice hot. Spice hot. Yeah. Right. It had all it was it was had all the hotness. What did you have? <laughs> <laughs> Fish and chips. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. From the shop or from the homemade. Oh. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, cod? Uh, uh, yes. Yes. Um, battered or breaded? Uh, actually, not battered or breaded, oh. just sort of like um, baked. It's oh. quite nice. So, not fish and chips at all then. Well, that, it was fish and chips, but not in the traditional sense. Correct. Did you have tartar? Should we? No. no? We just... Did you have peas? No. No, gravy? No. Gravy? Some, fish and chips? Some people have gravy, don't they? Yeah. Northerners. With fish and chips. Yes, yes. Is it like, is, is Northerners with gravy in their food? I don't food? know if it's is just... Is it like Nor- you and garlic? I don't know if it's just Northerners. I think there is... Well, a, that's what you said. Some Southerners may well like it as well. Well, then maybe they should go north. <laughs> go north of the wall. Oh, that's dinner done. Uh, yeah, it? dinner done. Uh, I'm normal. Good. Normal things. Yeah, I was going to ask, but I won't. No, there's no point, good. is there? Um, good show coming up. Well, we don't know yet, do we? We haven't done it. Well, it we don't know yet. We're going to discuss some news. Yes, Got some particularly good ones this week. Some stories. Of well, the news. New, not just stories. I mean, they're real things. And they're probably relatively new. Yep. Uh, some re- relegation goings on yes. in the Premier League. It's yep. that crunch time, of course. It's serious. It is serious. Oh, yes. I mean, there's a lot of money involved. Absolutely. Um, we've got a little transfer story that snuck in before the end of the season. We did, yes. We do. Um, we do, yes. <laughs> we did, we do, we have. And we will. Uh, you're go- you've got a little story that we're going to put under Not In My Day. I do. And then we're going to... You've got some conspiracy news as well. Is that true? Uh, is this it, true? It or might is that be conspiracy? true. It, mm, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's true yet. We'll see. And Remains then, to be seen. And then we're... <laughs> I think going by what that that you've got queued up, I'd say you have. Yes, I do, yeah. The base. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then we're going to finish on a pun... Rally. Oh. A topical pun rally. A topical pun tennis rally. Yes. 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 Hopefully it'll be juice at the end so that nobody wins. And, and oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah. Shall we do the news? Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. All right. It's the news. Hello. I like how I just, you... I just, <laughs> sort of urban it up a bit. Well, you are our urban correspondent, I that believe. That is true. It's been some time, hasn't it? I don't think I, I sound particularly... 
I don't think I've got a good rap voice, but I gave it a go, didn't I? Well, you're it, working I was free, on it. I was freestyling. It yeah, wasn't, wasn't as good as Flavor's rap voice, no, I must well, he's admit. a professional, isn't he? He is, yeah. 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 He does it for a li- Is it a living? Uh, <laughs> so, does it for a pittance? He does it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. But I don't. No. So, uh, well done to you. Sorry about that. And uh, you fished for that, didn't you? Really? I was a fisherman there. <laughs> I was a rapping fisherman. Anyway, uh, so, what's news story have you got, Joe? Well, I'm going to start off with one of my uh, newsless headlines. Mm. And I assure you, Dave, with this newsless headline, if I was to read the whole story, it would still be newsless. <laughs> okay. Right. Georgia May foot messes around with an inflatable whilst on holiday in Mykonos. How dare she? How dare she? Unbelievable. In messing around with Jeff. inflatables? Probably in a swimming pool. Did you say that? It, it was, yes. Yeah. It doesn't say it in the headline, but it was in a swimming pool. I can report that from my sources on the ground. What a pervert. Unbelievable. So, Dave, would you like to go first or shall I? I believe no. we have one story each. Carry on. So, I, you know, you, you go for it, mate. Well, hopefully I'm going to hit this section off with a, a pretty hefty story. <laughs> okay. This one came in today. Did it? And hot off the press. Oh, I don't know, I keep doing, I'm doing a lot of oh, that tonight. Oh, the, the breathy... Uh, doesn't matter. Perhaps it's your uh, your it might thing. Be, it might be the pizza, actually, still a bit... Oh, oh, making me a... Oh, 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 a bit. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> this is from The Telegraph, and the headline is, Druid witch stabbed by neighbour angry at his noisy pagan rituals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> neighbour's gone mad. Neighbour's gone mad. So a druid witch has been stabbed by his neighbours um, who are angry at his noisy pagan rituals. <laughs> uh, a court just heard. Not, not, you know, just the noise would have done. No, it's not just the noise. It's the pagan rituals that are creating the uh, noise. Offensive to my cultural identity. So uh, <laughs> Mark and Anne Denier... Denier? Yeah, their name's Denier as well. So. Right. And so I'll just pause there because I knew you were going to butt Denier. in. Mark and Anne Denier attacked John Bennett as he conducted his latest back garden ceremony, which involved... <laughs> that sounds a bit... Uh, yeah. Welcome to me back garden uh, ceremony. No! Uh, ceremony in the back garden later. <laughs> okay! <laughs> bring, the, bring the lube. Uh, oh, Joyce. don't make it sexual. Uh, is that not what we were doing? Okay, so John Bennett, as he conducted his latest back garden ceremony, which involved chanting and rhythmic beating of drums, something <laughs> he did every full moon. Did he? Yeah. Right, apparently, okay, yeah. good. Denier, who is the couple who attacked him, exchanged insults over the fence with Mr. Bennett, who goes by the pagan name... Bearheart. Sure. Before storming round to his bungalow with his wife. Okay. Mrs. Denier, 52. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's it sounds a like name. a joke, doesn't yeah. it? It's like they're, they're denying something. Uh, what? Is that what you... I didn't... Oh. Uh, Mrs. Denier, 52, armed herself with an umbrella, which she used to hit the bearded druid over the head with... Over the head with, while her 56-year-old husband grabbed a carving knife. So he elevated yeah, the yeah, situation slightly. significantly. She's gone Mary Poppins. <laughs> He's gone fucking mental. A fucking Freddy Krueger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, uh, grabbed a carving knife from the kitchen and made a short jab with it towards his uh, victim. You don't jab with a carving knife, do you? That's you, a slashing. You slash with a carving knife. Yeah. You want a jab, pick up a, a little um, sharp pointed knife. That's what I mean. A sharp pointed knife? Yes. Is that... Unusual for knives to well, be no, sharp. No, I mean a sharp. Well, well, what was the one he used? Carving knife. That doesn't have a sharp point on it, does it? Well, on the end of it. No, that's. I'm thinking the big square ones. Um, 
I guess, yeah, you couldn't yeah. stab with that. It's I, not a prodder. <laughs> Um, so anyway, he made a short jab with it towards his victim, um, Mr. Bennett. But because Mr. Bennett weighs 22 stone and has a big belly... What? But the, yeah, big. Big. Pretty big. The blade didn't penetrate his abdomen and he suffered only superficial injuries. <laughs> so basically, they sort of stabbed his fat. It went in six inches and he was fine. <laughs> he didn't even feel it. He's like, what's he tickling me with that for? <laughs> um, a court heard the deniers... Oh, that's never going to get old, is it? The deniers had never been in trouble with the police before before the incident in Alderholt, Dorset. So they must have been pushed to their absolute limit um, yeah, and exhausted all options. Um, <laughs> all options. So stab, stab him. him. And hit him with an umbrella. Yeah. Uh, Denier, a lorry driver, and his wife, uh, Mrs. Denier. I don't know why they keep... The deniers would be fine. Yeah. The deniers denied charges of unlawful <laughs> wounding, uh, but were found guilty following a trial at Bournemouth Ground Court. So they did assault and stab someone. So And are they punished? Or were they punished? Yeah, they were handed um, suspended prison sentences by a judge who recognised they had become frustrated at the intolerable... Intolerable... Uh, hmm? Intolerable noises coming yet again. I want to know from what, their neighbor's was, garden. What, what these noises were. Does it? Well, yes, uh, it there are some further details. Oh, good. Um, fellow residents spoke of the strange noises and smells that sometimes wafted from Mr. Bennett's garden. Noises can't waft, but I get what they're trying to say. Uh, one neighbour who didn't want to be named, funnily enough, said, We sometimes heard odd, not normal music and smells like joysticks and things. Whoa. John, wow, th- that's uh, that's new world stuff, man. Not normal music. Yeah, oh my god! It was it would slow up, then it would fasten down. Hold on a minute, They're I said that the Dorset. wrong way around. It would fasten up, and it would slow. I forget it. <laughs> John has a personalised number plate for his car that says six six six, which is a bit worrying. Yeah, I tell you, what, unless it's not personalised, it's just hap- jide chance he's got six 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 on his number plate. Well, and just six six six. No, I mean with other letters and. Numbers. Possibly. R2. D2666. <laughs> I think he's quite open about saying he's a witch. This is a continuing from the quote. Okay. Uh, Anne and Mark's home is behind John's garden and it sits up a bit higher, so it's effectively looking over his garden. I think that made the noise levels a lot worse, but we didn't know exactly what had gone on. Um, so it's basically he was doing lots of weird pagany stuff. He was just having a shit party. Yeah. And they didn't like it, so they stabbed him. That's normal and rational, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know... You'll get the umbrella. I'm going to get the carving knife. I don't know why this quote was saying that they are worried about the fact that he's a witch and that his car has 666 on it and he does weird stuff. Like, he's your local eccentric. Like, there's no reason to be worried yeah, about him. People don't like... And he's a big old fat people guy. Get, people do get worried about things like that. It's the unknown, isn't it? Xenophobia. It's what that's um, called. I don't know if they're against Zens, but uh, <laughs> it, it's people are not just... They, they don't like... They want to know what's going on behind closed doors. Yeah. As much as they say they don't want to know, they do want to know for their own peace of mind. Most likely. Thank you. Yes. So one further little funny bit of information here. Judge Jonathan Fuller said to Mrs. Denier, you, Mrs. Denier, complained to your husband about the noise coming from Mr. Bennett's garden. He was performing his full moon ceremony, which pagans are inclined to do once a month and involves incantations and rhythmic beating of drums. So he's just hitting a drum. Yes. And 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 uh 
other noises. And chanting, Chanting, rhythmically. chanting, yes. yes. Uh, this is continuing on from Judge John Fuller, Fuller, Fuller. I am quite satisfied it was Mr. Denier who prompted the initial exchange over the fence, which soon escalated to insults and threats being traded on both sides. Both sides went back into their respective homes to avoid further conflict, and it simply should have ended there. Correct. Correct. Call the police if you've got a noise complaint or a smell yeah, complaint. But call, p- please, uh, call 101 and not 999. Absolutely. So there's a, a public information service, s- announcement. service announcement from around the a back. PSA. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's my news story there. Pagan stabbings. Yeah, yeah. Druid witch gets stabbed by... But he was fine because he was... Fat. So rotund. Yeah. So there's another public... Well, there's a public health yeah. announcement from the back. If you're worried about getting stabbed... Get fat. Get really fat. <laughs> and you probably won't even feel it. <laughs> Over to you. Okay. Um, okay, my story is from Sky News. Okay. Uh, and the headline is, My Perfect Food... Man eats his 30,000th Big Mac since 1972. It that, might be the same guy in your story. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if it was someone called Mr. Bennett, a.k.a. Deerheart or Bearheart or whatever his No, name this is. is about a Mr. Ben... Hold on. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, I've done you there, oh. didn't I? I've done you. Um, a man who says a Big Mac is his perfect food has now eaten 30,000 of the McDonald's burgers. That is offensive to me. <laughs> it's horrible. It's offensive. It? This one is a biggie for me, retired prison officer Don Gorsk said as he reached the culinary milestone in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Not, uh, not really a surprise it's from America, I must admit. No, no. It was something he had been looking forward to, local media reported. Uh, according to the Fond du Lac reporter, the 64-year-old Big Mac maniac <laughs> gave a half-hour presentation to a crowd that gathered to watch him consume the milestone meal. Half-hour presentation? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it would What be... would have come into that? Well, it'd be cold by then, wouldn't it? By the end of it? Yeah. Uh, was it purely stats? Like, I've Maybe. had... This is my 30,000th, yeah, which yeah. means every day for the last... Yes. 30,000 years, so I've had since one. Since 1972. <laughs> How many has he had? That's not one every... How many days are there between 1972 well, and the present day? It's a couple... I think it says here a couple of days. Anyway. Uh, he, he scoffed the all-beef patty with special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles and onions on an all-sesame seed bun at the restaurant where he had, has it, where he had, had, had his first one. <laughs> uh, the outlet on Military Road was the only one in Fond du Lac when Mr. Gorsk began his nutritional adventure... Nutritional... Not sure it's not the right word. No. Uh, adventure shortly after getting his driving licence in 1972. The first day I came... The first day I came here, I ate nine Big Macs. <laughs> nine? The first day? What? It was like I couldn't get enough hamburger at that time. Jesus. Mr. Gorsk, who proposed to his wife under the Golden Arches in a, in a McDonald's car park, said people like to see proof of his consumption. I was going to say, how is he keeping stock of this? Well, Has he got a receipt for every fucking purchase since well, 1972? Well, Joe, to that end, he keeps thousands of receipts, sandwich wrappers and containers. But while he has lots of detail to document his obsession, he did lose about 7,000 styrofoam cartons in a tornado in 1990. They were all over the place, he said. <laughs> I'm not surprised if there's 7,000 of yeah, them. Yeah, they would be all over the place, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm absolutely astounded. So he keeps he basically keeps rubbish. Yes, yes. He keeps, he keeps those greasy, sweaty wrappers. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? 
Until there's a tornado. This is hoarding. Yeah. He has a serious problem. I think the and issue, he's going to die of a fucking the, heart attack I don't soon. think the hoarding is his, is his main problem, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I think it's his 30,000 30, Big Macs. That, that he's, surely he's already got some serious heart problems. Well, you would think. Uh, people make fun of me, but it never... <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not me, that's him, by the way. People oh. make fun of me, but it never, never bothered me, he said. At my last medical checkup, I had low cholesterol and my blood pressure was perfect. Uh, explaining his dietary choices, he wrote in a book that everything about eating Big Macs every day was perfect. He says, I never had to cook. It was fast and ready within minutes after I left work every day. I never had a craving for something different. I had found my perfect food. The stress of having to eat a non-McDonald's meal was over. Hey, uh, piggy. Like a, <laughs> yeah, he hey, piggy. He's a, he's a puppet. Yeah. While he, ki- while he has consumed almost two Big Macs every day on average. Fucking hell. With approximately 90% of his solid diet probably coming from them, there have been blips. <laughs> That is astounding. Yeah, he's had blips. Uh, What does a blip mean? What, he went to fucking Burger King instead? Oh, please, how dare you? (laughs) No Big Mac happened. No Big Mac happened. Not even, it just didn't happen. No Big Mac happened on August 13th, 1994, he wrote in his book. I didn't know it was possible to drive 600 miles and not see a McDonald's. Jeez, Um, so he knows the exact (laughs) day in the 1990s. He's it down, hasn't he? Um, another burglar's day was when his mother died in 1988 after she requested I not eat a Big Mac on that day in remembrance of her. She specifically requested that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Big Mac connoisseur is dismissive of other burger chains, saying he has only eaten one Burger King Whopper. A guy gave me five bucks to eat a Whopper, he said. After I ate the Whopper, I took my five bucks over to McDonald's and got some Big Macs. <laughs> Jesus, some Big Macs. Some. Some. Yeah. Some. What the actual fuck is going on with this guy? How's he not dead? I have no idea. Uh, He surely will be, not not to, you know, cast dispersions, Dave, but he surely will be soon. (laughs) Did you say how old he was earlier on in the article? I did not. All right. I'm, what, what, how 64. Old you 64. I did. Yes. I'm, I'm, it's pretty impressive that he's gone on that long. I would recommend to the science community that you study this guy um, in the same way as there's that guy that can literally just sort of um, swim around in ice cold water for hours and doesn't get hypothermia. Science should study this guy. He's clearly very resilient. Well, yeah, 1972. That's, that's 40, 46 years. Yeah. It's <laughs> extraordinary. How is that possible? <laughs> Two a day. I hadn't even considered the gravity of it. Well, have you seen Super Size Me? Yes, I think he. I think he might have appeared in it. Actually, this guy. Right. Might have done a little uh, interview with him. Because that guy, whatever his name is, he struggles significantly towards the end of that. And film. how long was that? Like a, like a month? Was yeah. it or something? Or like a few weeks or six weeks, eight weeks? Um, unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not for me. I would say good on him, but I, I can't stomach. Can't stomach it. No. No. Cutting news. Cutting edge news, anyway. Very cutting edge. Paganism and Big Macs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, all the the topical stuff, obviously. So, um, yes, there have been, unfortunately, some relegations from the Premier League. Oh, you're talking the Premier League, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, um, it's sad, but it has to happen. Has to happen. Three have to go down. Three have to come up. That's right. So, Uh, two are definitely down. Two are definitely down, yes. And they are? Firstly, it was Stoke. Yes. And now, as a result of the crunch match between Southampton and Swansea the other day, 
West Brom have also been dragged down, which is a shame because I thought they'd maybe go they would... for some completely miraculous escape. Well, it seemed like he was doing a great job, the new standing coach, uh, Darren Moore. Yes, yeah. I believe so. He and he got he actually got. Uh, he was awarded Manager of the Month as That's well. That's amazing, isn't it? And then really? they got relegated. Yeah, so, so we'll I'm, have that back. I mean, surely he's all but secured that job for himself next season if he wants it. I would have thought so. And yeah. uh, he's conducted himself with uh, integrity, I think. Yes. And, yes. Uh, I like him. Yeah, he seems like a good personality too, and he's obviously got something out of the players. Yeah. Um, but yeah, West Brom have been relegated. Stoke, though, that's a really weird one. Yeah. Like, there's something really messed up at that club. Their whole outlook on the game is because they bought twisted. Some... Uh, I would say sort of stars within football, haven't they, over the years? Like your uh, that little fella, Shakiri, Jordan Shakiri, and um, oh no, he's left. He's gone to West Ham. The other one, isn't he? Arnautovic. The other one, yes. <laughs> well, that was a big, big loss for them because yeah, he's yeah. been good for West Ham this season. He can hold up the ball. He's skillful. He's also quick. Yeah, they just. But is it? Is it? Is that maybe a sign of the times? Because Stoke are a big, strong, not necessarily. Very over the traditionally big, strong, not slow, but not physical. Yeah. So the game is is the game changing now? Is it becoming just too quick for them? Well, um, possibly. Uh, I I think the you can't get away with that anymore. Perhaps no. That it's just becoming too technical now, and the overall technical level of football has gone up. Yeah. In the last ten fifteen years, I think maybe that's kind of what killed Bolton in the end. Yeah. They played a similar style of football. Yeah. And Strong, I think that's aggressive. The, yeah. The reason why Everton fans are frustrated with Aldice as well, because he still kind of approaches football in that way. Yeah. Um, but, but anyway, you know, ten years in the Premier League, and it would be sad to see them go down. Hopefully, they can bounce back. I imagine that they've got by now hopefully a good financial grounding for it but I'm not so sure in other areas because Jack Butlins Jack Butlins Jack Butlins yes came out recently and criticised specifically the transfer policy yes and I thought from you know not looking at Stoke Scope oh fuck fuck's sake Philip Schofield not looking at Philip Schofield under the microstoke too no, much no um, you wouldn't Stoke want to. no no uh, HDTV you can see all the wrinkles now can't you yeah. well please Stoke looked um, man. Stoke looked um, pretty strong yeah uh, there was a period where um, Jesse Rodriguez scored a really nice goal for them early on in his lone spell and then he just seemed to disappear clearly some disciplinary problems there. But they finally got hold of Berahino after that ridiculous long saga, and like he's training with the under twenty threes now. Yeah, I heard there like, was a, there was a couple of incidents with players uh, that weren't meeting fitness levels and things yeah. like that, and yeah. um, sort of yeah, you say Butland sort of hinted at things like that, at player attitudes. Yeah, they've been uh, getting away with murder apparently. Yeah, um, so Hesse is basically not coming back. He's gone back to PSG. He's on compassionate. Isn't he? But that's they've sort of terminated his contract as well. Yeah, Berahino's been training with the under twenty threes and hasn't played for ages. Only scored one goal for Stoke. Yeah, in, in like that's really really poor. Bojan Kirkic, remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still a Stoke player. He's been farmed out on loan. Right. Gianni Imbula, who I believe is their transfer record signing, the big strong midfielder, sort of Musa Sissoko style okay. player, out on loan. Clearly isn't isn't invested in the club. So they've signed these big players, spent money on these players and these loan deals, and none of them have been able to make an impact. Is, they're out on loan. They're training with the under-23s, really in dis- disarray. So their transfer policy is totally messed it's, up. It's not good business. And they were left with um, Peter Crouch mm. and, ah, oh shit, what's his name? Ex-Manchester United forward, plays for Stoke, uh, African guy. Um, Bebby. Bebby? No, no, I'm thinking it's someone else no. completely. 
Oh, this is embarrassing. Yes. Brahmi Jiyuf. Mami Biram Jiyuf. Thank Mami you. Mami Biram uh, And, and uh, Chupa Moting, who was impressive, has been injured. So they left with basically two strikers. Uh, and the likes of Hesse Ber- Berahino and Kirkic out on loan or, or not playing. So, so they deserved it then. Well, in a way, they sort of made their bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, West Brom have been dragged down because uh, Southampton beat Stoke thanks to Gabbiadini's goal. Beat Swansea. Sorry, yes, beat Swansea. Yeah. Who are so. pretty much relegating themselves, aren't they? Unless they do something amazing and score some... Is it something like 11 goals? It's 9, 10 or 11 goals yeah. goal difference. And the maximum they can get is 36 points. But they'll need to win by a significant amount. And Southampton will need to be beaten by a significant yeah. amount. So it yeah. looks like they're down, basically. Yeah, so almost done and dusted. And yeah, West Brom, the other team, that, that's a shame as well because they've been in the Premier League for a long time. And, and um, yeah. we, we've obviously got a uh, sort of, not an allegiance to them, but we, well, we, we're, we're friends with one of their players, aren't we? We certainly are. The, the captain, nonetheless. The captain, the iconic captain for Manchester United player, Johnny Evans. And we heard from him earlier to discuss a relegation. And here he is. Hello, Johnny Evans. How are you doing? I'm not too bad, but what about yourself? Yeah, all good. Uh, you're here with myself and Dave, obviously. Dave, how you going, boy? I'm good, thank you, Johnny. How, and, uh, well, how are you, considering? Okay. Um, considering it's a lovely day outside, I'm not too bad at all. Like. Um, well, no, considering the... Well, considering the relegation of West Bromwich Albion. The regulation of them? What are we... The uh, oh, regulating one? Um, well, oh, how do we break this... Uh, so, so West Brom, your club that you are the captain of, they're going down a division now. You've you've been too rubbish this season. Yes. You're getting kicked out of the league. Yes, you're going. You're not in the Premier League anymore. Oh well, I mean, you know, Premier League. This they say the Premier they say is the best, but you know, there's other. There's always other leagues. There's the um, uh, the 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 League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I think that's. I mean, we're a part of that. No bar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you are an extraordinary gentleman. I would say the League of Ordinary Gentlemen going on this season's <laughs> well, uh, tra- showings. I mean, we don't even, you know, well, everyday heroes, you may call us like, but, you know, I'm just a regular guy. So, you know. Are you exactly. sure? Regular gentleman. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess, like, you know, you've got the Premier Inn, but you've also got the Travel Lodge. You've got, yeah. I mean, Ibis, haven't you? So, yeah. you know, you've got your winners. You've got your... If you've got your if, <laughs> hostels, if you're on a budget... Um, well, I've never been too much on the budget, boys. You know, I've always been very successful football player. So uh, I've always been on the high class, you know, the Savoy, the uh, the Hiltons, you know, those kind of things. Yeah, uh, but, but now is that go? Is that now going to change now that you're dropping a division? Or, or will you be looking to leave West Brom to stay in the Premier League with another team? Well, the thing, boys, you know, I'm, I'm obviously playing for Northern Ireland as well. Uh, there's a paycheck coming from that there. Even if I am out of uh, the the league of the league of uh, what what uh, the league of the Premier the, League, the extraordinary yeah. footballers, yeah. yeah, yeah, extraordinary footballers. That's me, right? Um, even if we're out of that, there, no matter to me, boys. You know, paycheck still coming. You know, I'm still in pot noodles here. So no <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, it's an interesting take on it, Johnny. I, I wonder what the mood is like in the camp at West Brom training ground. How is everybody doing dealing with this news? As I say, I mean, the boys have got a separate bus. <laughs> and have, um, yeah. As the, as the captain, I, I've sort of, um, what they've done is they've allowed me to have a small van by myself, just to sort of have my own space. You what, know what I mean? do, do you drive it yourself? Well, I've got Decky. Decky? Um, 
Decker, yeah. He's a school friend. He drives for me. And he, well, I shouldn't say. He doesn't actually have a licence. But um, <laughs> he's he's quite good at sort of dodging speed cameras and things like that there. He can get me there very, very quick. Mm. And I always arrive. And you know how fans can be. You know what I mean? Like autograph hunters. I always arrive at the stadium and he gets me in the back door because there's nobody ever there waiting for me um, for autographs. So that's a really good thing. So, you know, I'm relaxed right. in my own space. Absolutely perfect. That's why I have them. You're not being bothered. You can just focus on the on the game and the linesman. Yes, and the linesman. Yeah, <laughs> in my in my change room. Right. Okay. Um, so, so for you've got no reason to think you'll be moving on. Then you're going to stick with West Brom. Well, to be honest, boys, this is the first that I'm actually hearing of it. So, I mean, I'll have to go in tomorrow and and see um, what we're getting regulated about. Um, yeah, is, yeah. There, is, it, is it regulating length of socks or what is it? Well, it's it's not regulating. It's 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 rele- relegation. So, are you gonna you're gonna have to go and speak to the to the gaffer to the manager about this? All right, right. You see, he's <laughs> we've got it. We've we've got a new one, right? You know. That's right. You have got a new. one. You have yes. got a new one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, I haven't actually been formally introduced to the boy yet. Uh, the the fellas have been have been sort of, sort of telling me not to say anything to him. Um, oh. Not to open my mouth, just to sort of smile and nod every time he says something. I think I, I, I mean, I, I think it's the the fear that I'll say something to upset him. Oh, really? <laughs> right? Okay. So, okay. Really yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. You might. You might do, Johnny, if you talk about yeah. regulation. Yeah. You might upset yeah. the, your team that you, you're captain of as well. Well, really. I feel. I'm, I. F- I feel a I'm lot. I'm thinking I f- about being. I'm just sort of like tactically thinking a lot more than he would. You know what I mean? Like. Because sure. I have time on my on my own to really think about the twos and the fours and how many boys are up front. Um, <laughs> yeah, I will have four, 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 two, a two, four, three. Yeah, <laughs> you know all these things. You know, I have the time for that. It's so. it's yeah. maths basically, isn't it? It's it just is. maths. Absolutely, yeah. Football is maths. Yeah, it is. It is. Of course, it is. Um, I, I think that's probably a good note well, yeah. to, to end on, I isn't it? Th- I feel better now knowing I, I thought we were going to phone you and you'd be a bit distraught, but you're fine, so so we're fine, I it's, guess. It's good to know that footballers in the in, in the state of relegation that they are um, chipper, regardless. You know, they're very strong-hearted and they really care. Yeah, or they're just unaware. In that well, right, you know, Johnny? Ignorance is blessed by <laughs> <laughs> ah, So thank you again for talking to us, Johnny. Always a pleasure. No worries, fellas. And we'll, we'll be keeping a keen eye on your career as it goes on from here. Grand job. At least somebody is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The gaffer probably should as well. So well, um, we'll catch up with you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Cheers, Johnny. Bye. Cheers, bye See Well, then. <sighs> yeah. Who knows what the future holds for A, West Brom and B, Johnny Evans. We shall see. We shall see. So, David. Joseph. It's a slightly, uh, <laughs> it's slightly early for this to be happening. Hey, is it? But it's the first sign of this summer period coming in, and the, the slightly the moving of the. Pl- I'll just play the jingle. Yeah. Transfer stuff. So transfer stuff. Yeah, players are getting itchy feet, aren't they? This this sort of time of the year, they're looking, uh, um, looking forward. So, and one player in particular, Lali. That's right. And it is none other than... Wayne. 
Rooney. Yes. <laughs> he wants to go to America. Old Wazza. Looks like he's, uh, well, he's agreed a deal in principle, which we were saying earlier kind of means a verbal contract. By Probably time, contracts right? haven't been signed, but they've said, yeah, all right then, over the phone. Okay. And uh, he looks like he's going to the MLS side, DC United. Duh. Yeah. Not a, not a particularly uh, fa- uh, successful or famous team within the MLS. Uh, no. Um, but no. they are, I believe they're getting, they're moving into a new stadium so perhaps they're having like a an influx of money. Good uh, mornings. You got the mornings. Some of like that. Yeah, potentially non-American players. But I thought um, when I heard rumours that he's going to USA, I thought, well, maybe he'll be reunited with Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That would have been interesting. But LA Galaxy. That's where, that's where he's apparently heading. Um, they've His representatives have been in the US to negotiate terms. Mm. Um, but really like... I don't. I guess he's thirty-two now. Maybe he's not feeling the Premier League anymore. But it does seem fairly early. He's he's thirty-two, and he, he you could say now he's sort of in the twilight of his career. Yeah. Um. He's he's several months younger than Ronaldo. That's which, absurd, isn't it? And yeah. he's still well. He is in the twilight of a career. He's but not there's going to. No signs on the pitch that he's in the twilight of his career. No. No. But um, he has scored eleven goals. Yeah, this he's, a, he's their leading goal scorer, isn't he? Yeah. And that's quite telling. And he hasn't really been playing up front too often. Well, no. And and if he is playing up front, it's more of a forward than as a striker. So it's a very interesting I, state I, of affairs. I just sort of imagined that when he went back to Everton, that was going to be his. That was going to be it for him. He was going to retire there. I could see him getting involved with the club. You know, on a coaching level, maybe. Yeah. It seems like something's happened. Something's happened. It's not quite the fairy tale that he obviously hoped. No. I don't know really what that is, but um, things seem to have gone sour generally at Everton at the end of the season, even though they were genuine relegation they contenders were, yeah. at the beginning of the season. Like, you know, he's getting a lot of criticism, Sam Allardyce, but he has kind of turned things around and got them results that have kept them safe. Yeah. I don't really know what Everton's fans were ex- were expecting when... When they were down in the, you know, the lower positions of the league, they think they were going to get a new manager in, and, and they were going to be top four, something like that. I think this is a good another example of how fickle football can be, and how short, uh, how goldfish memoried a lot of football fans are, uh, and they're very sort of they can get carried away throughout the season. The seasons are a long time, thirty eight games. Mm. And maybe they should just probably be a little bit more satisfied with where they are in the league yeah. now and how mm. many points they've managed to accrue under Allardyce. Uh, but good luck to him if he does go. DC, we were chatting, we think that's Washington, DC. Believe so. So um, perhaps we may, we did say maybe he has a, a, gonna pas- have a pun- passion for politics. We don't know. Uh, American politics. Yeah, maybe he's going to point at a passionate punt for politics. Yes, uh, maybe, yeah. I don't know what that was. Uh, that was... Um, well, it was alliteration, but I don't know why I did it, is what I suppose I mean. Just for the love of it. For the passion. Yes. So, bye, Rooney. Bye, Rooney. You've been an incredible servant to English football and the Premier League. Uh, I ho- I really hope he is remembered as a legend, because he absolutely is. I think he will be. I mean, he. Well, I-, I seem to remember he's like second, third or fourth on the all-time Premier League goalscorers list as well. Yeah, um, England's leading all-time goal scorer. Yeah, to we, overtook Bobby Charlton's age-long um, fifty record, forty-nine goals. Bobby yeah. Charlton, wasn't it? And he Rooney's on like fifty-one or fifty-two. Early fifties, yeah. Early fifties. We're all in our fifties. So, uh, <laughs> so um, thank you. Thanks for the memories. 
Thank you, Wazza. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Uh, mostly for Euro 2004. Uh, other tournaments, well, let's just sort of forget they happened, but, you know. Anyway, uh, moving on. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Dave, this is an example of something that may not happen in, in, in your day. Not in my day! Uh, so what's going to happen now is I'm going to talk about a story that uh, may not have happened in, in your day. Well, I'll tell you so, okay. once you've told the story, yeah. if it did or it didn't. Just sort of clarify that that's what this is. I appreciate it. Yeah. So it's from uh, Who Ate All The Pies? The story. Yeah. Your, right, your favourite yeah. website? Creeping onto that one. I, yeah. I shouldn't have told you about you that. You shouldn't have, no. No. Great website, by the way, whoever does it. Yes, thank you. Um, it's probably the guy, the Sutton United um, caretaker, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Who ate all the pasties? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bum note, Gary Monk pays £100 for a fan to have Birmingham City manager's face tattooed on his backside. Right, okay. So Gary Monk has actually paid £100 for this crazy, uh, passionate Birmingham City supporter to have his face, Monk's face, tattooed on his, the fan's, bum. And Gary Monk is the Birmingham City manager? Yeah, he is now, yeah. And he has um, scraped them through to safety. To uh, they've survived a relegation battle, okay, and they will that, be in the championship next. Is season. that worthy of a tattoo on your on your backside? Only if you're a super fan, I yeah, guess. But I mean, that's what he should do. <laughs> that's his job, isn't it? <laughs> if they won the championship, then maybe I suppose. I mean, but... what if he's not there for very long? As is the way football is. It's, it's like the classic thing of getting a tattoo of your wife's name or your girlfriend's name. Well, you'd like to think you have more of a. A, a longer relationship with your wife than your the manager of your football team, surely. These days, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Maybe a slightly extreme example to go for the wife, but let, maybe maybe yeah. pull it back to the girlfriend. Why have you got a tattoo of my wife's name on your arm as well? Uh, every every one of my friends, I tattoo their wife's name. Do on you? Me. Yeah, yeah just... it's not at all creepy or weird. No, so they, keep keep going. They usually. Uh... No, I won't say that. It's just, <laughs> just wrong. Uh, so Gary Monk has had his uh, has fronted up the cash for this Birmingham City uh, fan to get uh, Gary Monk's face tattooed on his. Can arse. I? Sorry, can I? I know. Just, I know. I know. Seriously, I know it's ghost. I didn't do this to you earlier. I know it's ghost to talk about money, but can I ask how much it cost? Well, for the third time, hundred pounds. <laughs> for the third and final time, um, hundred pounds. So Brummy fan. No Kevin- further questions. Brummy fan Kevin Tomlinson made a solemn and holy vow to get Monk's visage on his backside should his side somehow manage to pull off a shock victory at promotion-chasing Fulham uh, in their last outing of the campaign. And now, as a result, Fulham look like they've missed out on automatic promotion. So they'll have to fight through the playoffs. So sure enough, the Blues did just that, winning 3-1 at St Andrews to ensure their safety and uh, nix the Cottagers' hopes of going up automatically. With the crowdfunding drive, so he set up a crowdfunding thing online. For £100? Yep. Uh, for the tattoo, um, still stuttering, so that basically he didn't get any uptake. No one was willing to, to contribute towards his £100 tattoo. I'm not surprised. Bum tattoo fund. Monk himself suddenly popped up and added the necessary £100, so he, he was the only bidder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so he uh, topped out the pot, £100, uh, and leaving Tomlinson to start booking his appointment. Crowdfunding for a hundred pound. I imagine. I I thought crowdfunding was for worthy causes. Like, I've got a couple of crowdfunders here. There's a, one here to save a child from cancer, and the other one is to s- someone to get a tattoo on their bum. Oh, tenner each. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, equal split. Come on. I value both things similarly. I just. It's I mean, absurd, isn't I it? haven't got a tattoo. Have you got? A tattoo? I haven't got a bum. No. You haven't got a bum. No. So you couldn't have one there. No. Um. But I. I and people and. 
you know, they're common these days, aren't they? Tattoos. Yeah. And I have common as Mac. I know. I mean, they're, 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 there's a lot of them about. Yeah. Um, and I just don't know what I would have and, and where I would have it. And that's, that's one of the main reasons I've never had one because it's, it's, it's pretty permanent, isn't it? I personally, I'm well aware of my, uh, looking back over my 29 years, I'm well aware of my changing views on the world, my changing preferences of, of arts and sciences and my interests changing. Yes. So I think it would be pretty dumb of me to want yeah. to print one of those things forever, ever and ever yeah. on my body. And for that reason, you won't get a koi carp on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> or an anchor on my shoulder. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's like, I, I won't rule it out. I won't no. rule it out. If they something... are nice fish. <laughs> I'll just get a real one in a tank. Yeah, and be able just to carry it around it. with you everywhere. Yeah. Go, oh, it's the same as a tattoo. It's always with me. So basically, come the day that they have moving lifelike tattoos, 3D tattoos, Yeah. maybe, uh, maybe. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. I mean, someone was telling me the other day about a 3, 3D printer. Yeah. I think it was my, my young nephew. He was looking at this me This isn't like, the first time you've heard of this, is it? Well, no, I, I have heard of it, but I just couldn't really wrap my head around it. Yeah. He's 12. He's looking at me like I'm some sort of idiot. Yeah. Maybe I am. Well. Um, but then I heard, you know, he was trying to explain to me and uh, and all I was doing was imagining imagining a printer, like printing paper. <laughs> so my... It, which I, is just, 2D. Which is 2D. And of course, uh, I just couldn't... Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it was a private conversation anyway, so keep your nose out. Um, I do apologise. Yeah. So, Dave, um, to summarise, a tattoo <laughs> of Gary Monk's ass would not have happened in my day or possibly your day. Okay, not, not mine, certainly. No. Not in my day. Yeah, as so. that old man says, not in my day. Oh, what yeah. an old man! Where did we find that voice actor, Dave? He's a talent, whoever that is. <laughs> it's me. <gasps> <laughs> Give away our secrets. Uh. Now, Joe... Oh, sorry, my headphones keep going funny. I don't, I don't... You can't... It makes no difference to you because you can't hear it, so I didn't need to say that. Can't hear your headphones. No, only I can. I do apologise. Cut that out. Um, <laughs> do you remember we spoke about... We spoke about Sean Dyche quite a lot, uh, but we spoke about him eating the worms. Yes, this is a big story, isn't it, about It Sean is Dyche. a big story. Yeah. Someone should write a song about it. They should. Um... But he's not the only one who has been eating. Uh, yeah, what, we didn't really find out called? what category of animal yeah. they are. What is a worm? I I think they are. What did you say they were? I said. What did I say? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I think they might be mollusks. And I because they have shells. Do, a worm doesn't have a shell, though, does it? Sorry, I'm thinking of, of snails because uh, that's related. Oops, I gave it away. What did I say? Worms. But what? Am I wrong in Crustaceans. saying... Crustaceans. Yeah, That's not right, I, is it, I either? don't know. Anyway, <laughs> worms and snails. D- t- you know, tweet, tweet us. Yeah, put it on our Facebook. Yeah. What are they? Um, but no, uh, Gennaro Gattuso. Oh, him? Him, of AC Milan. The manager of AC Milan. That's right. Um, has confirmed that he did indeed eat once a live snail to help relieve tension during an... I thought that would cause tension, wouldn't it? Yes. Right, guys, guys, this will calm you down. Watch this. That hasn't calmed me down. That's made me feel quite ill. I mean, did he at least prepare it with some garlic? I don't think... I don't did know. he just sort of spread it on some garlic bread, maybe? That would have been all right. Crunch through the shell raw? That would have been fine. Yeah? Uh, the claim was first made by Andrea Pirlo, who mentioned it in his autobiography, uh, that Gattuso ate a snail the day before Milan's Champion League 
last 16 match against Manchester United back in 2010. The day before a big game. Yeah. I don't understand how that relieves tension. It doesn't. I've heard all sorts of stories about this, what, what, players do to you know really? like like for example coming out of the dressing like sort of the suspicion stuff coming out of the dressing room last or being the last one to put yeah. your shorts on or whatever yeah. and and the ian rush rumor about uh masturbating regularly before <laughs> games yeah that's apparently why he was such a calm and sort of legato player is that he would yeah maz off sleepy. before games <laughs> sleepy what yeah. did you say maz off maz off yeah have <laughs> you not never, heard that before never heard that before. yeah everybody's got their own way to say wank haven't they have they uh, <laughs> shuffle. I don't know. <laughs> the, the knuckle shuffle. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, the story was reminded to Gattuso, to Gattuso, now head coach of the uh, of AC Milan, at his press conference ahead of Wednesday, Wednesday night's Coppa Italia final clash against Juventus. Asked if the tale was true, the 40-year-old verified it without hesitation, <laughs> as if eating a snail was the most sensible thing for him to do in this situation. He he's, said... He's proud of it, was he? Yes. He said, I've done the worst things than eating a snail alive. <laughs> the point is, it was not about the snail anyway. I'm saying this because my point is that in that particular moment, <laughs> there was need to do something to break the tension. Given that I have no problems doing anything, and we were just a few hours before the Champions League match against Manchester United, and there was a massive pressure on us. Is that the end of the quote? That's the end. Didn't he start that last bit by saying, given that I have... Yes, he which did. Which usually means you have to come to a conclusion, but he just said... Yeah. He just made a statement. No, but yeah. Given no. that I had no problems doing anything, and there was a massive pressure on us. Usually it uh, means you have to... Anyway, yeah. Anyway, so, it didn't work because they, they lost 7-2 over two legs. Oh, blimey, that's so. Can I also pick him up about something else he said? Sure. He said, I've done worse things than eating a snail <laughs> yes. alive. Yes. So does that mean he's eaten worse things than a snail? Mm, yeah, mate, yeah. I would say yes. Oh, well, I would say yes. Well, you know... See. We'll have to get... Well, obviously, there was an audio recording of him there. Um, yes. So we'll have to get in touch with him again. And uh, I feel like a... A dialogue between him and uh, Gigi Buffon would yeah. be very interesting. Well, ask him. Ask him what else he's eaten alive. Um, Gennaro, what else have you eaten yes. alive at training? Yes. There's a slight delay. What? Gennaro. Have I eaten alive? Yes. Who have you eaten alive? Uh, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that came to your head. Sausage. <laughs> a sausage alive? Yes. Yeah. Just a pig. Oh, uh, yeah. And... Uh, a rat. Oh. Seagulls or anything like that. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Get um, wow. What a story. Didn't work, did it? Though? Is it? Is that the I end? Lost. Sorry. Yeah, that's, he's gone now. Yeah. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone now. <laughs> so not just Sean Dyche. No, they're all at it. They're well, all at just it. Just those two. It seems like they need some, you know, maybe like a sports psychologist to uh, suggest some slightly more rational ways to just relieve stop, tension. Just stop picking things off the ground and eating it, okay? <laughs> I mean, just have just have regular meals at regular times. It's what, like, Snack in between if you want to, but don't eat the wildlife. I mean, it's what infants do, isn't it? At preschool. Yeah. Pretty much. When I was at... Uh, when I was at infant school, I remember this is one of my earliest memories. Mm. There was, uh, you know, there's always a weird kid. Always. Uh, you can, like... That's probably not a PC thing to Always say. Always have now. a snotty nose and he's a bit yeah, gummy. Stinks and of piss. Yeah. 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 Um, this kid decided to sit in the middle of the field and um, just throw dog shit at all the other kids. <laughs> he 
yeah, yeah. Just picking it up. Just picking it up. Yeah. Right. You know, like it would like days old dog shit. It was all white and crusty. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. And uh, I wonder what he's doing now. Don't know. I don't, <laughs> we didn't keep in touch, weirdly. Was his name Gennaro? <laughs> yeah. It was Gennaro or Sean. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a career in football for you, my son. Yeah. I can just imagine like a Premier League scout just looking at him going, yeah, there's something in this. There's something, yeah. yeah he's, you know, there's something about his physicality. You know, look at the way he's, yeah, as a Pick goalkeeper's it, throw he's that. picking that up with no fear. <laughs> no no, no concern whatsoever for his well-being. Uh, Don't rub your eyes, you'll go blind. <laughs> there's nothing that lad wouldn't do for his country. Look <laughs> at him throw that shit. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so uh, Dave is now come. To oh. that time, oh. that time of day, when I consult the wonders of the Daily Express for this week's conspiracy news. I, I actually love that. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I do love that music. Yeah. yeah. Do you want some more of it? Uh, you sure, yeah. Okay, how about this? I would listen to that to help me sleep, to relax me. Okay. I can arrange that. <laughs> uh, so, once again, I am consulting the wonders of the Daily Express. Mm. And this is a bit of a follow-on from a slightly teaser end to last week's conspiracy news story. I don't know if you remember that one. Of course I do. Yeah. Remind me. <laughs> <laughs> it's related to the country of Australia. Ah, yes. Does it exist, though? No. <laughs> it's written down on this article that it doesn't exist, so oh. it must be true. Well, must so, Flat Earth Bombshell. <laughs> flat Earth Bombshell. Shock claim that Australia is not real and never existed. <laughs> <laughs> A conspiracy theory linked to Flat Earth Society forums has emerged after scores of people claim the continent of Australia is a myth created by the government. I just imagine all these Australians going, Struth, mate, you, have you heard the news? We're not real. We don't exist, man. <laughs> Is this a dream, mate? Shit. Struth. Ruth. Too <laughs> many tinnies. <laughs> what, other, um, what other Australian slang can we get in there? Uh, take the shrimp off the barbie, Bruce. You flaming galah. We're not even real. <laughs> What's that, Skippy? <laughs> uh, there's nothing down the well? Uh, yeah, there's no well. <laughs> There never was. There's not even a skippy. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> oh, mate. What's oh, that, Brucey? There's a, oh, that's me. Hold on a minute. Um, <laughs> and that's it. And scene. <laughs> uh, so the theory has resurfaced online after lying dormant since around 2006, when the Flat Earth Society originally floated the idea. Some 50,000 people joined the bandwagon earlier this month when Facebook user Shelley Florid shared a status update explaining why she thinks Australia does not exist. Okay, but what about... It's just, it's, 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 what a thing to say. What a thing to say. She wrote, Australia does not exist. <laughs> All things you call proof are actually well-fabricated lies and documents made by leading governments of the world. But And by proof, I assume she's talking about the country of Australia and the Australian people. 
that proof. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and countless images is images is from orbit and space. Is that enough? Where it's quite clearly there. Is that enough? And first-hand accounts from astronauts who would have been able to see yeah. Australia because it is quite large. And neighbours and home and away. Yeah. And flying doctors. Kylie. Yeah. Prisoner cell block H. All of that. Jason's Donovan. Not interested. No. Uh, she she continues this quote on by saying, "Your Australian friends, they're all actors and computer generated <laughs> <Yeah>. personas. Computer generated <laughs> personas, part of the plot to trick the world." What I don't to what, what goal? About the people that I don't have know. Got moved to Australia, or the people that have been in Australia moved over here. Are they still? They're still playing their characters all that whole time. Yeah. Oh, that you get. No actor wants to play the same part for his whole life. That's career suicide, yes, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's like talk about typecast. I mean, like you know, Daniel Craig's sick of playing Bond. I mean, he's only yeah. done a few movies. He's imagine doing five. a whole life. Yeah, imagine being Bond for life, Daniel. Well, not only life. Imagine doing it for generations. Yes. Bringing up your kids and saying, "Yeah, you just got to keep this going, haven't you?" Yeah. You know, otherwise the government they'll come and get you. Yeah, but you are the so. government, aren't you? Oh yeah, I am. Because I am Bond. Might or am I? <laughs> <laughs> the post has since been removed, surprise, surprise, but not before it gathered traction online. Ms. Florid herself later revealed the post, the post was shared online as a joke. Bullshit. But conspiracists... That's a conspiracy. Conspiracists have found renewed interest in the supposed Australia hoax. Many have now looked through online archives to uncover what appears to be the original claim suggesting Australia does not exist. In a 2006 post on the Flat Earth Society forum... It said, most of you have probably been brought up believing in the imaginary land called Australia. (laughs) I bet many of you even learned about it in school. I am here to tell you the truth. (laughs) Uh, I'm at that point now, Dave. I just don't... I'm at that point now. This is one of the most ridiculous ones you've done. Not, I mean, not that you, then it's not your story, but this is one of the most ridiculous ones you have presented us with. I think it's the most absurd because it's the most easily debunked. Yes, like, because you can just go there. It is. Yeah, I'll take. Okay, right. Come on, I'll take you there. It's a. It's the most easily debunked, and it's the kind of thing that you wouldn't even need to respond to if someone even said this out loud in front of you and actually believed it. There would be literally no point in wasting your time or your energy going, that's not true, and having a debate with them. No point. No. Because it's that idiotic. Yeah, just walk away, people. Walk away. Just say no. (laughs) To the Australia hoax. Yes. (laughs) And that's this week's conspiracy. (coughs) Love that. Beats. (laughs) Beats. <laughs> That's all what's what they're doing nowadays, isn't it? Beats. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah, hardcore. It's man. not even called music anymore, is it? It's just called beats. Uh, bar- what are be- beats? Beats and bars. What do they mean? Just Nobody knows. Bangs and that. Mm. So, now, Dave. Yes. Well, we've got we've got a little uh, pun uh, situation now. Pun situation. We've got a pun situation. We've got to resolve this pun situation. And we like to make them topical, do we? Sometimes. Yeah. We, do you remember we did one when it was snowing? We did all the cold. Footballers. Uh, Mark Cooper. Snowball. Yes. Remember that one? Jack Chillshear. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And Danny Icewater. Uh, yes. <laughs> and um, and I thought... No, it wasn't. It was Danny Drinkice. Danny... I got it. Sorry, Dave. It's okay. I had to clear up. My... And I thought, with what what with the uh, the heat wave that we had over the weekend... Yes. Uh, we should do something on in that rain, in that realm, vein... <laughs> in that sunshine. So, but, aha, alas, what do people do when the sun's out, Joe? They might do the Australian tradition. 
Yeah. Of barbecuing. Yeah, well, they wouldn't do it out there because it's not real. Oh, yeah, shit. I did two barbecues at the weekend. Wow. You... But you had a lot of cleaning to do. Yeah, I didn't invite you to either one. I was not invited to is, neither. It's not either. That's not. Uh, there's no malice in there. It's just you weren't on the list. So <laughs> I didn't make the cut. No, no, nah. uh, no. It's just it's family and close friends. Oh, I see. So the um, circle of trust. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> which I am well in, <laughs> by the way. Good. Um, yeah. So I thought let's do barbecue-related footballer puns. Brilliant. And I laid down the. A friendly challenge, wasn't it? You know. Yeah. Uh, and said, come up with some. And uh, we've got some. We, we have. So we're doing a little little bit of back and forth, shall we? Yes. Okay. Um, shall I start? Yes, I think you should. Okay. Mohammed Salad. Salad. Mohammed Salad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't want all meat, do you? No. no. Well, that's not really a barbecue in my eyes. Can't just be all meat. It's got to have a mixture of all the different things that make up a barbecue. And for that reason... Uh, my first one is um, is something I'm going. If I'm out doing the barbecue, I want to cool myself down. I want a nice cold drink, so I'll probably go for a Pepsi Guardi Cola. <laughs> That's a brilliant one. It's two in one. Pepsi Guardi Cola, yeah. and it, they're the same drink as That's well. That's brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. No, I like that a lot. Yeah, should have saved that to the end. It's like I? my Coca Cola series last week, isn't it? Coca Cola Sinatch. That's right, yeah. And uh, the other one. That's why I didn't Coca-Cola do that Coca-Cola of. That's why I didn't do that one, because I know you've done it already. Been done. Yeah. yeah. I really like that one. Um, so I've got a series now. Have you? And they're all the same barbecue-related term. Term? Thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, starting yeah. off with Phil Kebab. <laughs> yeah. Phil Bab. Phil Bab. Yeah. Phil Kebab. Yeah. Good. Okay. Over to you. Okay. Well, I've got... Uh, I've got a I can I've got a kebab one actually. Okay. Johan kebab. Oh, oh I didn't think of that one. Oh, you haven't, no, got, I haven't it. got it. Oh, that good, one. good. Oh, good. we got a whole. All right, on my turn. Dominic Solanke kebab. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Dominic Solanke kebab. Yes. Okay. I've just put bab on the end of his you name. You have. You have. Solanke kebab. Um, okay. Uh, I've got Ashley Charcoal. Oh, okay, Ashley yeah, Cole. Ashley Cole, Ashley, Ashley Charcoal. Char- yeah, yeah, very good, yeah. yeah. You need that. You do. Unless it's gas. Unless it's gas, yeah. in which case you'd go with Ashley. You don't need it. No. <laughs> uh, Shin- this is a bit of a stretch, but I like how rubbish it is. Okay. Shinji Oka Kebabi. Okay. Shinji Oka Kebabi. Yeah. Shinji Okazaki, of course. You do Leicester like City. a kebab, don't you? I do, and I, there's there's quite a few more. Uh, okay, well, I've got uh, another, a meat one. Patrick Berger. Oh, you didn't even need to change no. Just well, the E the for spelling. you. Just the spelling. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Very good. Um, Stefano Okababa. <laughs> oh, Stefano Okaka of Watford City. Watford City? Watford. St- so do his name. Uh, Stefano Okaka. And now do the... Stefano Okababa. <laughs> okay. So you're pushing your luck there, I think. All right. <laughs> you're going to like the next one better. Okay. Um, I've got Hector Pork Belly Urin. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's really good. That's really good. Sort of the, the more middle class uh, yeah. barbecue yeah, yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, so here's the uh, second to last <laughs> of my kebab series. Uh, the In kebab descending franchise. order. <laughs> uh, Ragnar Kebabvan. Ragnar Clavan of Liverpool. <laughs> Ragnar Kebabvan. Kebabvan. Yeah. Oh, that's Clavan. Kebabvan. Kebabvan. It's yeah. not really a barbecue, but the kebabs. Yeah. It's related to barbecue. Okay. So. Maybe on the way home. All right then. 
Uh, Matt Lecislier. <laughs> I've got a sizzle one as well later on. Good. No, was, that was the hardest one for me, finding sizzle in a name. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. Very good. Um, and this is the final of the kebab series. <laughs> Fuck okay, it. so. Yeah. Phil Jagiel kebab. Oh, end on the strongest one. Yeah. Phil Jagielka. Bab. bab. Well, that's actually yeah. You're just adding bab on. I just like like Dominic Solanke bab. Just adding bab on the end. Yeah, um, it works. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a blast from the past. Yeah. Grills Grimondi. Oh yeah, grill. And all you've done is add an R in, right? Because it's Gilles Grimondi. Yeah, that's it? correct. That's really good. That's absolutely correct. That's right. I yeah. Like that. Yeah. Uh, Martin Stakelenberg. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> steak on the barbecue yeah, yeah, yeah it's quite yeah, common yeah. isn't it yeah uh, really good as well that's a good one Martin Steak Ellenberg <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got Eric Fire Eric Fire Eric Dyer you need fire to cook a barbecue of course you do brilliant yeah unless yeah. it's gas uh, still fire though isn't it still flame <laughs> it's definitely fire yes <laughs> also known as flame that's what I'm agreeing with you okay yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Angelo Ogburger <laughs> Yeah. Angelo Ogbonner, if I stand. Yeah, yeah, Ogburger. Yeah. Ogburger. Yeah. Sounds nice. Og- do you want an Ogburger? <laughs> no, I don't think I do, actually. <laughs> Og. Yeah, um, I don't know why that sounds bad, but it does. Cess Fabregas Cylinder. Oh, brilliant. Gas. <laughs> yeah. We've been talking about it all night. We have. Well, just yeah. the last few minutes. Um, Manchester City's Ilkay Gundagril. <laughs> Gundagan. You don't actually pronounce the second G, do you? It's like a silent G. Gundawan, people say. So Gundawil. So Gundaril. In a way, I suppose. Yeah. Gunda Which doesn't grill. work. Gundagrill. Gunda, stick with Gundagrill. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Um, I'm, I, I'm all out. This is my last one now. I've got one more after this. Okay, so this is my final one, and it is uh, Petter Check the k- Chicken is Cooked Through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. You don't want Salomon Rondonella. Oh, come on. You can't do that. <laughs> that was really shit, wasn't it? No. It's not that wasn't my final one. Well, go on then. Uh, the biggie, I told the you I had a sizzle one, didn't I? You did. Right. You did. Danny Sizzlings. Danny. Sizzling. Is that Danny Ings? <laughs> Danny Sizzlings. <laughs> I mean, the length it took me to get there means that it isn't really my best work. But when you think about it, sizzling. Sizzle. Ing. Ings. Danny I mean, Sizzlings. The plural nature of, of sizzlings, it doesn't really make sense, but. I think this should be a regular, th- no, maybe not barbecue. Us having a little pun off is good. Absolutely. They were good. They were all good. Uh, my favourite one of yours was probably one of the early ones. Mohammed Salad? Mohammed, no, it was um, Mark Stakelenberg. Mark Martin. Martin, Martin Stakelenberg. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My favourite one of yours was definitely uh, um, Pepsi Guardicola. Pepsi, Pepsi Guardicola. That was excellent. Very creative. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. The, the two in one as well, Pepsi Cola. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but so, which is a fine, a fine brand in its own right. Uh, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> other, <laughs> We're not endorsing it, are we? Other colas are available. Are you taking money from Pepsi? Because no, I'm not getting any of it. If I am, uh, it would be dirty money, sugar money. <laughs> and on that note, sugar money. Um, yeah, best, that's best us, to end. It? Best to end. Best think, to end yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Well, oh, no, no, you've got to do yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Find us on our website, roundabout.com. Uh, give us a comment on our blog style posts. Um, send us some interesting stuff you want us to talk about. We might do. 
Uh, we will. We're also on iTunes. Go ahead and give us a review. It's really, really helpful. It pushes iTunes. us up the queue. iTunes.com. Uh, what else, Dave? At Round the Back Pod on Twitter. Yes. We are on Facebook. We are on uh, on Android apps as well. Uh, Castbox and Over. Casts. Overcasts. <laughs> All the casts. <laughs> and we are on um, Podnose as well. The Podnose Network. Yes. Have a look at it if you want. Don't have to. If you don't want, then don't. And if you do want, then I don't know what I'm doing. You get what am I doing? What, what you want in life, you get what you want out. If you put in what you want, then you should go and just do the what have what you like.